1: Good morning. It is Friday, March 24th. It is six minutes after nine, and you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So first thing this morning, Kevin asked, is it going to be a special show today? The answer, yes, Kevin. Every show is a special
0: show. (laughs) Don't you feel lucky to work with
1: us? (laughs) I think he's just glad it's Friday, aren't we all? Give yourself a pat on the back. You made it. Well, let's start off with Donald Trump, because why not? Manhattan prosecutors yesterday said, said Donald Trump misled people to expect he would be arrested this week and prompted fellow Republicans in Congress to interfere with the probe that's underway into the hush money payment of the porn star Stormy Daniels. Yesterday, Bragg's office sent the committee chairman a letter, and the letter said that the chairman's accusations only came after Donald Trump created a false expectation that he would be arrested the next day.
0: Donald Trump was highly successful in one specific area of his presidency, and it was the whole reason I supported him to begin with. I didn't support Trump because I thought he'd be a phenomenal president. I didn't support Trump because I thought he was going to revolutionize America. I didn't actually think he was going to you know, make America great again. I believed Donald Trump would pull back the mask on who our government is and the people in the government. I mean, I said for years— people like Harry Reid, and to a certain extent, Mitch McConnell, they're mobsters. Mm -hmm. They could totally be characters on The Sopranos, and they would fit right in. And yet, they were allowed to maneuver and operate in relative obscurity and without um, over-examination because, well, they quietly operated behind the scenes. And Donald Trump you, yes,
1: you could throw Nancy Pelosi. Oh, into all that of group them. As no, well. no, no,
0: all of them. All these people, the leadership. You don't ascend a leadership in the US Congress, the same way as you don't ascend a leadership for the most part as a governor or a you know, a senator or a leader in state government without playing ball and being part of the cabal. Mm-hmm. I mean it no no pun intended there with the rhyme. Uh <laughs> but, but Donald I believe Donald Trump, because of who he is and his personality and his showmanship would Force these people to reveal who they are and by that standard Donald Trump has been an immense overwhelming success nobody can doubt now that there is a cabal there is a shadow government there are people who operate behind the scenes operating against the orders that they are given against the people who are elected to be in charge for whatever political expedience or political uh whatever they believe politically is the right thing to do, no matter what the the actual rules or orders or whatever. This is absolutely, without doubt, without discussion, these people exist and they are operating as they see fit. And Alvin Bragg is another example of this. Well, in that
1: case, Donald Trump was very successful in your wish of removing the mask of who absolutely. they are. Because now we all know more than ever what is going on. And I feel like more and more people are catching on to this. They're finally catching up to you,
0: Rob. So, well, and, you know, that's what I am. I'm a leader, whether it's exposing who the Republicans in Indiana are, who our government as a collective is. You will you will catch up to me eventually. That's why you should be sprinting when I tell you things rather than slow walking because ultimately I will be proven correct. But in the case of Alvin Bragg, now, now the thing is, well, you know, Trump, ah, that was never, ah, I mean, it's the, the excuse to the Congress is uh, incredible, that it's so vague. He said, quote, only came after Donald Trump created a false expectation that he would be arrested the next day and his lawyers reportedly urge you to intervene. Mm -hmm. But not addressing the crux of the thing, which is you're indicting this guy or potentially indicting Mm -hmm. this guy Mm -hmm. to begin with. That's the issue. It's not when he's going to be. The fact that Trump came out and said, he was going to be on Tuesday, caused people to be involved because of a sense of, uh, of urgency. Mm-hmm. If Trump would come out and said, well, I may be indicted within the next two weeks. We'll see what happens. well, Okay. no, We would have talked about it for one day on talk radio and then it would have disappeared and the politicians would have forgotten about it. They acted because of what he said and what he's talking about is what's most important, not when he's going to be indicted, but the fact that he's going to be indicted to begin with over something he has no business being indicted over.
1: Well, Bragg's office had a comment to the letter and they said the letter's requests are unlawful incursion into New York's sovereignty. Congress cannot have any legitimate legislative task relating to the oversight of local prosecutors enforcing state law. So they're not expected to meet again until next week.
0: Now the earliest. I still think he's ultimately going to be indicted. I just think they've gone too far down the rabbit hole now, and it would look so bad Mm -hmm. amongst Bragg's leftist peers.
1: They would be conceding a loss then. Exactly. If they
0: they don't go through with it. It would be such a win for Trump, and and they're not going to let that happen.
1: And if he's indicted, Trump would be the first U.S. president to face criminal charges. He has said that he will continue campaigning for president if charged with a crime. It's like he don't care. He's just going to keep on being Trump.
0: So, Trump, of course, now is back on the truth social media. I guess he was never off the truth social media, but he is uh, t- uh, truth storming <laughs> over at truth social media. Mm-hmm. And as we made an executive decision the other day, we have, by popular demand, agreed to bring back the Trump voice. Mm-hmm. And the Whitney music
1: I feel like we have started every show this week With the Trump voice
0: Well it's very good stuff So let's Trump went through a period there it where, out well, too Yeah Trump went through a period where I got very annoyed with him mm-hmm. And his incessant stupid uh Truthing or tweeting or whatever Now you're
1: just entertained
0: Well it's back to being really good stuff That is good show material And so we should reward that And we got not one but two mm-hmm. on Alvin Bragg Are All you ready? Right, I'm ready The district attorney's office under Alvin Bragg is allowing violent crime to flourish in New York City like never before. While he spends all of his time making his office, which is in total chaos, trying to find anything on Trump, he is doing the work of anarchists and the devil who want our country to fail. The Horse Face Agenda is dead! <laughs> the Horse Face Agenda is dead. Even by the most radical left haters. But he doesn't care. He wants to go with it. Anyway.
1: <laughs>
0: the Horse Face Agenda is dead, Casey. You, you
1: nearly broke character there, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> So, I guess the jurors' names are going to be kept secret until there's a trial, but Trump is slamming Alvin Bragg, not only in his truth post, but he's calling him a psychopath, and he says there's still going to be death and destruction if he's indicted in New York.
0: Would you like another? I will. Because he kept going. Because, wait, there's more. I'd also like to point out, he waited like three hours in between these truth social media posts. He took a beat. Yeah, he thought about it for a while. Yeah. And then K wasn't rage truthing. <laughs> he he thought this through. He paused. Isn't it terrible that D.A. brag refuses to do the right thing and call it a day? He would rather indict an innocent man and create years of hatred, chaos, and turmoil. Then give him his well deserved freedom. The whole country sees what is going on, and they're not going to take it anymore. They've had enough. <laughs> there was no error made, no misdemeanor, no crime, and above all, no case. <laughs> they spied on my campaign, rigged the election, falsely impeached, cheated, and lied, and they are human scum.
1: Ooh. How'd you like to be called human scum?
0: I've been Donald called worse, Trump? Casey. <laughs> oh, not by Trump.
1: Yeah, well, from Donald Trump. So, Alvin Bragg, this guy needs to worry about what's going on in New York City with the crime, yes, rather than going after Donald Trump. A lot of people are becoming very aware of his main goal while he's in that office is just to get Trump.
0: Uh, okay, let's take a break, Casey. When we come back, yes, we're going to play you something in case anyone ever doubts the power or magnitude or influence. Of this show, mm-hmm. something happened here the last two days that could dramatically shape something very important happening happening in the city of Indianapolis, and we will play you the proof when we come back.
1: It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93WIBC, and we'll get to trending stories in just a moment. Big news this morning, Rob.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. So, one before we get to I mean, we are game changers here on this radio show, and mm-hmm. we we set the agenda. Speaking of setting the agenda, coming up later this hour, mm-hmm. we will have the list of demands mm-hmm per the velvet runaway <laughs> victory in the Biden madness yep. yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, the velvet agenda will be revealed. We have a list of demands based on the overwhelming voice of the WIBC audience mm-hmm. to the state lawmakers. Yeah. And we'll have that a little bit later in the hour people have been asking that. But, Casey... Yeah, We always say that the politicians, they all listen to the show, and they many of them hate listen, but they all listen because, yep. steal a phrase from the past, we are the straw that stirs the drink, and they know the overwhelming audience we have, and, well, you know, the ratings just came out, and people can see that for themselves. We're, we're doing very well over here. Yeah. And so, remember the last couple of days, we've been talking about this uh, guy, Jefferson Shreve, who yep. is running...
1: For mayor of Indianapolis. For mayor of Indianapolis.
0: And he has what we like to call infinite money.
1: He accepted my Twitter request, hey, by the way. Yeah, it was, be... it was pending, but he accepted the follow. <laughs> Kevin liked to ask me if he followed me back. Yeah. The answer's no. Little little diss there, but yeah, whatever. Burn. Well, we, Burn, so, yeah.
0: So you won't be boating and yachting anytime soon, maybe, but I you're don't on, know. you there's, have an opportunity. There's definitely
1: time. Well, there's definitely time.
0: We pointed out that we need more rich friends because <laughs> for years we've been hanging out with Hammer and Nigel. And look where that got. <laughs> Us. And Shreve is very rich. Mm-hmm. He's sold a business. We estimated after taxes, he probably pocketed about somewhere between 380 and $400 million, give or take. He's, yeah, probably, he, he's, he's doing all good, right. Yeah, he's got good accounts. Yeah. And he had, the, the article come out in the Indy Star that he is spending, he's a Republican, he was yep. on the city council, he's running for mayor, and that he had spent $600,000 on TV and radio yep. ad buys. He's, full disclosure, he's running ads on this radio station. You've probably heard them. And we had commented two days ago that uh, I did not like the ad because that the ad was too in the weeds and too hogset sucks. Yeah, we know that, but we don't know anything about you. And if I were introducing myself or I had a client Mm -hmm. who had $600,000 and was introducing himself to the public, again, it's not like he's a universally known figure. It's not like Reggie Miller is running for mayor. I would have done an ad where my initial thing was not how bad Hogset was, but it's telling people who you are. It would be a Mm -hmm. crescendo towards that. Mm -hmm. And I felt like he went in reverse and that's not a good thing because most people don't really know. You got to listen really closely to who this guy is and who's running. And I felt like that was not a very good use of resources in terms of running an ad. And in fact, in case anybody doubts this, here was us talking about this yesterday. So we talked about this two days in a row Mm -hmm. with, and then yesterday was with Jim Merritt, who was the last Republican nominee for mayor. Take a listen. How does it go putting together an ad? Because I'm with you, Jim. I think you got to do the opening ad. The people who are going to vote in a primary know what the issues are. You got to say, look, here's who I am here's why I'm running, mm-hmm. here's what I'm going to do if you elect me, and welcome to the world, we'll get into the details as time goes on. Mm-hmm. He didn't really do any of that in that he, in those ads. He, he really didn't, and his first opening statement when he um – when he announced he was running for for election for the primary, was very conservative, uh, and I thought, well, he's going after the southern part of the county because the three townships are very Republican. That's the base, and so I thought hmm, that's a pretty good start. But, but there wasn't that many. There wasn't an introductory uh, biography of this is who I am, right? So last night,
1: yeah, his opening salvo was to attack Hogsett and all of the problems in Indianapolis.
0: And that's fine and <laughs> when you have an infinite money, you can spend millions of dollars doing that in the general, but most people don't know who you are. Right.
1: And and our point was that he needs to begin with an introduction. Yes. Hi, this is Jefferson Treve, and this is who I am. This is where I come
0: from. This is what I stand for. People want to be invested in you. Okay, mm-hmm. you're going to be the fighter. You're a guy with the money to take on Hawkshead. but why? Sh- who are you, right. and why should we be invested in you? And as you know, Casey, you may know, I've never lost an election that I've either been the face of, ran, or been the candidate for. So naturally, people would certainly listen and pay attention when we tell them what they should be doing. And so late last night, I get a little ding in my Inbox and mm-hmm. a little birdie sent me a heads up and said, Uh, we heard your comments mm-hmm. the other day. Mm-hmm. And well, there is indeed a new ad coming out from Jefferson Shreve. And well, we wanted to make sure that you saw it ahead of time. Well,
1: isn't that interesting?
0: <laughs> and so, Casey, I'm not going to say, Well, I'm just a political servant, sa- savant, and uh, Everybody just listens to this show and should absolutely follow my advice, but let's play the new ad that's supposed to be coming out very soon from Jefferson Shreve, and I'll let you decide for yourself. I'm Jefferson Shreve. I grew up in Perry Township on the south side. I've stayed pretty close to home, Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm a native. The first part of my life was focused on growing a business. In doing that, I've done some good, employed quite a few people. I think sadly we've had better shinier happier days in our past and boy we could get some great things done if we have strong leadership. It begins and ends with leadership. I'm Republican Jefferson Shreve and I need your vote for mayor of Indianapolis.
1: He just answered the question. Who I am, where I'm from, what I stand for.
0: I uh, You're welcome. <laughs> amazing <laughs> all right but that's... you know what it says about this guy he will listen to the people who are winners mm-hmm. and you know what's going on mm-hmm. this is what we've been asking these jokers down the street to do mm-hmm. for six years and they don't do nothing i kind of makes me want to like this guy yeah,
1: well i think we should get him on the show and uh, have a conversation with him but <laughs> do we tell him what's next <laughs> Or did we let him figure that out? On, we, uh, maybe knowledge. we
0: declare ourselves the de facto campaign managers <laughs> of Shreve for Mayor. <laughs>
1: it's 927. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Will they blew up a chicken
0: man in Philly last night. Now they blew up this house. Don't roll your eyes at me. 933,
1: it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning. I'm not rolling my you eyes did. you. did. You totally no. looked. You,
0: you saw I was having a momentary <laughs> enjoyment in my life, and you just can't just, stand it. I just to squash it down. Uh, real quick, a couple things many people ask you. Yes. Coming up next segment, mm-hmm. we're going to have the Velvet mandates. Of course, Velvet steamrolling you ain't black mm-hmm. in the Biden Madness finals. I'd mm-hmm. said if indeed Velvet one, we would release a list of uh, mandates from the velvet voter okay. uh, to our politicians down the street from us. That will be coming up next segment. And okay. people have also asked, yes, indeed, that is if you head over to the Kendall and Casey YouTube feed. You can watch the show live. That is indeed a Marconi behind me in the background. Yours? Uh For today it is, Casey. Because you know what's the old saying? Possession is nine-tenths of the law.
1: (laughs) It's ours now. Let's talk about what's going on in TikTok. About 150 million people are very concerned. Scrutiny over TikTok in the U.S. definitely heating up. Ron DeSantis said that he would ban TikTok nationwide if given the authority. He said he doesn't want his kids on this stuff. And this all coming on the heels of the CEO who testified, the TikTok CEO who testified before the House Energy and Commerce Committee yesterday. The committee asking a lot of questions. It was about four hours long, but uh, one of the big ones they're asking about is ByteDance's handling of U.S. user data. So
0: ByteDance are the people who own the TikTok. Mm -hmm. I, of course, don't have the TikTok. Mm -hmm. You do have the TikTok. Mm -hmm. Kev, how do we say this guy's name? You're the world traveler. He is a, 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 a... is 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 he is he American citizen? I think he's. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't it, matter. Uh, Susie Chow. Susie Chu. Is or that right? Susie Su- Chu. I think. Susie the Chu. There you go. Shoo. Mm-hmm. Z. Chu. We're sounding yeah. like Biden over here. Mm-hmm. Shoo. Z. Chu. Anyway, he's the CEO of TikTok. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, let's get into a little bit of what he said. Now he admits right here, TikTok, Bite Dance, whatever you want to call them, they can absolutely manipulate your data. Do you disagree with FBI Director Ray and NSA Director Nekasone when they said that the CCP could have the capability to manipulate data and send it to the United States? Do you disagree with their statement? Their statement says could. Uh, So do you disagree with that? No, I don't disagree with that. Okay, so it is possible that the CCP, under the auspices of ByteDance, which is your parent company, which you get paid from, has the ability to manipulate content that is being shared with 130 million Americans. Yes? C- Congressman, I-, I watch this one, make sure I'm understanding all these questions. So I would say, well, duh. Th- I guess, help me with this, Casey, because you are a TikTok user and we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. And we're going to play some more audio of this. Everything he said in this hearing, mm-hmm. I to that, I say, well, duh. Right. But I still don't have a firm answer And, and, and you know I, Tony had somebody I think from Heritage on yesterday When I was driving home They kept trying to make the case Well they're manipulating kids or people into hating America And into ways of thinking And mm-hmm. blah 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 Okay But if you opt into that thing Then why is it the government's job To stop you from opting into the thing mm-hmm. You know that's happening If you choose to give ByteDance, TikTok, whatever you want to call them, Mm -hmm. your information, and everybody knows, then why should the government stop you if you want to give them your information?
1: Well, my question is, I don't understand how the federal government can ban one specific company of an industry because they're all doing it they all have your data meta does facebook instagram
0: they're hung up on casey this being a foreign owned company and a well, company sure. owned by china sure. which i get that i i am not on tiktok i do not want tiktok or china or ByteDance dance or whatever we're calling them mm-hmm. to have my stuff right but if you're an adult mm-hmm. and you know i look at it no different than covid You knew if you went out in a large group of people, you might get COVID. The government's job is to give you the information and say, here's what we know. Here's what we believe the risk of doing this is. And they do this with many other things. Mm -hmm. And then you make the best choice based on that information. It wasn't the government's job to shut society down. If you wanted to go eat at a restaurant, you know there's a, a certain risk associated with eating indoors versus outdoors. Great, give us that info, and then we make the choice. Same thing here. It's like they're not set on giving you the info. It'd be one thing to say, we're going to expose these guys, and we're going to have them out here, and then everybody will know. They're, they're going to move to ban this, and they're probably, based on where the votes are, mm-hmm. certainly going to get this out of the House of Representatives, and they'll probably get it through the Senate, too, it seems like.
1: I think that one thing that this hearing, if you want to call it that, uh, showed was that both sides of the aisle were working together. So, when there is a joint project, isn't it amazing how that Republicans and Democrats both came together to work against a problem that they saw, but yet they can't do that on any other issue?
0: And it's so weird that this is the thing that they see the problem on.
1: This is the thing. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in 2021. ByteDance Dance spent a little under three hundred thousand dollars lobbying Congress. Yeah. And then in twenty two they upped it to five million. Wow. So that's a major increase. Five million to lobby Congress. But that pales in comparison to the twenty million that Zuckerberg spent.
0: Yeah, I mean they're they're hung up on it being China. I mean that that there's no doubt there. And it is
1: because we have so much debt to China and this is a way we're going to get out of that debt. Okay, we're going to let this app continue in the United States, but you're going to erase a lot of the money we owe you.
0: Well, whatever it is, this dude, the CEO of TikTok, Chu would I mean he was good at not giving up the answers mm-hmm. and to credit these Congress people now when it comes to you know various other things. They don't. They don't care at all. But uh, this TikTok thing, they were they were drilling down on him. And um, once again, he will not answer if ByteDance mm-hmm. is spying on Americans. I ask you again, Mister Chu, has ByteDance spied on American citizens?
1: I don't think the spying is the right way to describe it. Right. This is ultimately we can differ on uh, This that. is, this is ultimately an internal.
0: I'd say that's a yes.
1: Yeah. Well. <laughs> I would, I would have liked to have heard the word he wanted to use. But is, is TikTok breaking a law? I mean, if they're spying on us, sure, everybody's hearing na- national security, national security issues. 150 million Americans are on this app.
0: And, and again, and we'll play one more clip here before we, we go to break. I still haven't heard a viable case... For why, if you willfully want to give, I'm fine with having the hearing to expose to people, hey, look, Mm -hmm. here's what's going on. But if you, Casey Daniels, want to give your info, Kev, you got TikTok? Are you at Uno Gold? Yeah, I'm not a TikToker. Yeah, because you're a proud American and you're a smart person. Right. But if Casey (laughs) wants to give her info to these people Mm -hmm. and they want to use it to advertise or give you propaganda or whatever, no one's forcing you into it. No no government entity or agency of the state or whatever. Right, is
1: making me do that. And for the record, I signed up for it like most people did during COVID uh-huh. when nobody knew any of this. But you still
0: have it. I do still excuse? have it. What's your excuse? Because you addicted.
1: No, not at all. You need it. The average person- You need a little hit of that TikTok, no, Casey Daniels. No, not at all. The, and you know what? Just like Jesse Waters from Fox News, I signed up for my career, which I've said many times- that you know, when you're a public personality, you're expected to have certain things like Instagram, uh-huh. like Facebook, uh-huh. and at the time, like TikTok. Your this boss was t- the new platform. You had to know how to use it. You had to put yourself out there, and that's why I did it.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Your boss came to you and said, "You, Casey Daniels, must have TikTok."
1: It wasn't like that, but it was uh-huh. like uh, you need to know how to use this. This she, is the this is the new hot. She hopping. wanted a little hit. and, and She's blaming her boss. Uh-huh. I think that's fair. I mean. Uh, You know, you do have to kind of gravitate towards social trends. Yes, absolutely. Now, India, the country India, did ban TikTok back in 2020. And you know what happened? Instagram shot up and then a surge of... TikTok copycats started popping yeah. up, and that's the same that would happen here. Sure, if they ban TikTok, where's the American company that's going to take it, its place? It, there's there's already three or four copycats that are out there, and as soon as TikTok or if TikTok is banned, they're just going to pick up the slack. All
0: right, one more clip of uh, Chew, and again refusing to come clean on if they have access to American data today. Do Byte dance employees in Beijing? have access to American data. Uh, Congressman, we have been very open about this. We have relied on global interoperability. You have access to American data. Congressman,
1: I'm I'm answering your question if you give me just a bit of time. We we rely on global interoperability, and we have employees in China. So, yes, the Chinese engineers do have access to global data. You have access to global data.
0: Uh, Okay. I mean, it's come out. TikTok may be able to disable your phone. They may be, have access to your banking stuff. They may be operating in the background while you're doing other things that are not TikTok. You know that. If you want them to have that stuff, that's on you. Why is that my business? I, nobody has made that case to me why I should be meddling in you giving China all your stuff. I don't have my banking stuff on my phone. Why? Because I assume somebody is probably going after that. You know what I do, Casey? Hmm. I still waltz my ass into the bank and put it in front of a teller.
1: You're on Instagram.
0: But I don't have, they any, have your information. But I don't have any data on my phone. I have nothing about me. I don't bank. I don't mm-hmm. email. I don't do anything of relevance to me on my phone. I am in a group text with Hammer and Nigel. I talk to you and Kev. Text my wife occasionally and and post (laughs) anti-Indiana Republican Party stuff on social media. That's about it.
1: Well, you know how I feel about social media to begin with. It could all go away, and I
0: would be fine with that. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back. We've got mandates. We've got mandates. Velvet (laughs) storming its way to the Biden Madness Mm -hmm. Championship. And on behalf of our listeners, we have an agenda to deliver to those at 200 West Washington.
1: It's on the way with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. (laughs) <laughs> Good choice. Nine forty eight, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Some people have accused us of having some serious voter fraud manipulation. Bow harvesting. Yeah, yeah bow harvesting.
0: Mm-hmm. We bow harvested our way throughout the entire Biden Madness tournament. Yes. And in fairness, we told people it was going to happen. <laughs> right. We we were just like, uh, you know, the people in Pennsylvania with the mass mail-in unaccountable voting. Mm-hmm. We told people the bowel harvesting in each round would commence between 9 and noon, day of voting. And each time we steamrolled right through that Biden madness and happy birthday, Valvin, mm-hmm. did indeed cut down the Hammer and Nigel Biden madness nets. I believe it was 5347. Uh, over you ain't black,
1: and congratulations to them for running another successful tournament.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now you think about—we took out some serious players. Mm-hmm. We beat you know the thing, mm-hmm. which was I think the number one overall seed. We beat you ain't black, which was the defending runner-up, and we beat American a single
1: word. American a single word—that was some tough competition. There. And none of them were close. Yeah.
0: I mean, you look at—and this shouldn't surprise anyone—is every election I've either run or been the candidate for the face of, we've won overwhelmingly, because I know how to win. I'm a winner, Casey, and I knew how to win this thing, and I wouldn't have leaned into it the way I did if I didn't Mm -hmm. think we were going to win. Mm -hmm. And um, so now I feel like we have, based on that resounding victory over a premium opponent- That mandate. In You Ain't Black, we have a mandate Mm -hmm. um, to- the politicians in this state, because the power of the Kendall and Casey audience mm-hmm. was once again mm-hmm. on full display. Yeah, they, they showed their strength. And so if it would be all right with you, Casey, I'd like to read a list of mandates for our politicians right down the street from us mm-hmm. here at 200 West Washington on behalf of the Kendall and Casey audience who propelled Happy Birthday, Valvet, to victory.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Okay.
0: Number one, Dr. Box, gynecologist and health commissioner, must wear a T-shirt 24 hours a day, seven days a week (laughs) that says, I am not a biologist. Nice. Very good. Number two, Eric Holcomb must permanently post a (laughs) 16 by 20 photo of himself and Malik Muhammad outside the governor's office. With the caption, I let this attempted cop killer write part of the police reform bill because I'm weak (laughs) and woke.
1: Continuing on with our mandates, number three.
0: We demand an end to all property taxes for people over the age of 65. Yes! And a permanent capping of property taxes on the price someone pays for their home unless their assessment goes down until they sell their home.
1: That was a good one. Number four.
0: The gas tax shall be permanently reduced back to where it was January of 2017, along with a letter from the Indiana General Assembly sent to every Hoosier home entitled, sorry for stealing your money because we are lazy.
1: (laughs) Sorry. These are good. Number five.
0: State Representative Jim Lucas shall have his pay reduced by 90% (laughs) since he spends 90% of his day screwing around on Facebook rather than working for Hoosiers. Oh, no. Okay, number six. Any politician who has been a member of the General Assembly for 20 years or more shall be forced to immediately resign along with an apology letter posted on the IGA website for all the money they've gifted from the taxpayers and all the damage they've done to the taxpayers. We shall call this the Jim Buck Act. Nice. And last.
1: This is a big one.
0: The state of Indiana will present two Sagamore the Wabash Awards to Rob Kendall and Casey Daniels, along with the Sagamore to the Kendall and Casey audience, along with a note which says, for all the times we've screwed each of you over, we feel this is the least we can do. (laughs) Thank you for all the taxes you've paid for our wasteful governments.
1: Woo! Oh, my goodness. I'm guessing they're going to get on these mandates
0: straight away. I feel that is what the Kendall and Casey audience <laughs> is entitled to. Yes, they worked hard. Based on the runaway victory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were fortunate enough to be the voice mm-hmm. of those thousands of people who in Biden madness <laughs> said our voice will be heard through Velvet overwhelmingly running away with the victory.
1: Oh, congratulations to everybody who voted. They knew which way to go. Yeah. They knew who to follow. Absolutely. And and now we have our list of mandates.
0: And you know, this is why I wanted the Velvet victory so bad for a couple of reasons. One, we could show the power of the Kendall and Casey audience. Just like, I think we showed it Earlier in the show, when we talked about how Jefferson Shreve's ad wasn't very good. And, and he, how you know, he just, should introduce himself. And now he's got a new ad in which he's introducing himself. And right. I know how much it enrages the people down the street from us that people listen to the show mm-hmm. and enjoy this show and get entertainment out of this show. <laughs> and they, Because, you know, nobody listens to them. Well, you know. Clearly they do. Mm -hmm. And, well, those jokers down the street from us abuse the taxpayers on a regular basis and Mm -hmm. enhance themselves and their own fortunes and power at the expense of everyone else. And so I knew, Casey, that if we could all unify behind Velvet, Mm -hmm. if we could all come together behind this little, well, this little miscue from the president of the United States in which he decides to sing happy birthday to someone that he clearly doesn't know their name. Yeah. Yeah. That that victory mm-hmm. would give us the platform yeah. to have the voice mm-hmm. to deliver these mandates. It means something. To the governor. Yeah. And to the Indiana General Assembly. Yeah. And today, Casey. Yeah. We are all better for it. Do
1: you have a place you're going to put your Sagamore of the Wabash <laughs> Award? I mean, do you already have it picked out in the House? It's going on the mantle. You're gonna hang it on the
0: front door.
1: (laughs) It'll be the door knocker. Excellent. (laughs) Nice work, Rob. Hey, when we come back. Ron DeSantis and the Piers Morgan interview. We're gonna go through that with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. (laughs)